Waving legs, splayed on a bench with some cohorts, was Kurt Lebo, his antennae up. He'd picked up that Penn Leonard, THE Penn Leonard, was going out on a limb. Not that Penn has to do much to capture the attention of any sentient being, especially if male. With those breasts and that silken bolt of blonde hair, all she has to do is breathe. And what did she do with this embarrassment of wrapped male riches? Not much. Banked it, maybe, in case she wanted a favor later. Or gave a groan that turned into a giggle. The way guys behaved in her presence, Penn thought it was funny. Further on she crept, hands and knees, fingers and toes. Then she cursed, and one of her flip-flops swished down. The limb she'd picked was thick, but it bent with her weight. Penn, you are a cuckoo bird, I said more to myself or the universe than her. What? Louder! Hmm, so, she'd noticed Kurt had noticed her. That was to be my role then. Fine, I could play MC, no problem. Pen! I shouted. Pen, you're crazy! Oh my god, you'll kill yourself! Overwrought lines from some soap opera script. I didn't have to turn to know that Kurt's radar for Girls Gone Wild was in full blip. I hollered some more, waved my arms. I didn't have to look to know that Kurt was on his way, friends in his wake, with their slouchy gas station saunter. At some point during my theatrics, I felt a prickle of fear, the plain and simple fear that Penn could get hurt. Yet before I could fix on how unfair that was... I wasn't supposed to know such fear. Not now, so soon, not here in swoon. There came a familiar, tingly foretaste. That anticipatory tremor, that distant thunder roll. There wasn't a thing I could do about it. There never is. So I let it course through me with secret, not-quite-delight. Right about then, Penn wrapped her legs around the branch, emitted a shriek, and let go. The bow dipped, and she dangled like a lantern, ankles locked, hair a cascade, bra threatening to disgorge out the scoop of her t-shirt. Holy crap, from someone. Nice, from someone else. Hooting, whistles, applause. Kurt, his boys. Penn may have been laughing, too, but it sounded strangled. It must be hard to laugh upside down. But oh, the ease and grace of her swing like she could do it and eat a sandwich. I was impressed. Only the awe got shoved aside, diminished by a second, stronger tremor that didn't seem related to Penn at all. Not even as she fell. Talk about buzzkill. Energy versus gravity, arms and legs pawing at elusive leaves, and then the utter emptiness of air. Torso twisting like a cat writing itself post-plunge. Only Penn's no cat, She body-slammed onto the ground, hard. The impact reached the soles of my feet while a cranial choir sang hosannas of stupid, stupid, stupid. I dropped to kneel beside her. Pen was on her back, eyes closed. She was very, very still. My mouth was open, but her name hid behind my tonsils. Kurt and company hovered nervously, wondering if somehow they could be held responsible. Them. Yeah, right. Then, the third tremor. A steamroller with thorns this time. And with it, the equine smell. 
The world folded in and out like accordion bellows, and suddenly, none of this was here. No, it was, but it wasn't the same. The tree wasn't nearly as mighty. The day was different, too. Drizzly, the sun off-duty. Penn, Kurt, et al. were absent, but there was a crowd. This was an event, a spectacle. The atmosphere was thick with it. Every one of these people had something to feel, and none of it was good. Then, with a time-wrenching twist, I was back again, kneeling by Penn, and her eyes shot open. Except they weren't her eyes. Penn's eyes are indigo, same color as mine. Her mother's eyes, my mother's eyes. These were shards of onyx, sharp and black. You put to death this day an innocent man, cried Penn, who was not Penn. What the? wondered Kurt, or someone, a distant innocent.